and welcome back to Bourbon Barrel Talk. I'm your host, Scott Minton. While our conversations focus mostly on our favorite spirits, please remember that having a solid financial plan can help you avoid feeling as though the volatile stock and bond markets are driving you to drink. Yes, today's episode of Bourbon Barrel Talk is brought to you by Axiom Financial Strategies Group, which is a financial planning-based wealth management firm that serves to maintain our clients' paths to financial success, happiness, and overall well-being. Axiom's mission is to help individuals and families of all size grow and protect their wealth through an objective, thoughtful advice anchored in deep subject matter expertise. If you have a financial plan but are lacking confidence that you will achieve your goals or would like assistance in developing a financial plan, please reach out to the Axiom team at 812-913-913. 7701 or email them at contact us at axiomfsg.com. Please remember to drink and invest responsibly. Axiom Financial Strategies Group LLC is a registered investment advisor. Advisory services are only offered to clients or prospective clients where Axiom and its representatives are properly licensed and exempt from licensure. And we are back in the Brock Bourbon Bar, and we are chilling with our Brock family and Mr. John. What's up? What's up, man? Doing all right. Doing all right. What's up with you guys? Just hanging. Just hanging. Hair and a biscuit. And that's the barber all day. Absolutely. Yep. Biscuits. What kind of, What's your favorite biscuit? I'm not super fond of biscuits. You don't like biscuits? Why? What's wrong with you? No, no. The, the If you talk about like the, uh, you, uh, the uh, English biscuit. She likes those. Mm-hmm. Oh, you want a cookie? All right. That's no. cheating. I want a biscuit, like grandma's biscuit. Big, fat, fluffy, thick. But I actually, I, I, love, a, I love a drop biscuit because it's got a lot more crust. You know how they I get, can see that, yeah. A drop biscuit. What is dropping about that biscuit? So you, you don't know the difference between a, a drop and a rolled biscuit? I, I like Pillsbury. Okay. So, <laughs> so one of my grandmothers made what was called drop biscuits, and drop biscuits are basically you make the, the biscuit dough, and then you basically just kind of throw it on the tray. Like, you don't roll it out. You don't do anything with it. It's okay. got all these, like, little mountainous regions and crevices, and, and it just bakes and fluffs up from there. Not looking for consistency in the biscuit. It's Don't just care. What That's it right. Gotcha. It, okay. it's, and, and mainly those are, like, the old school biscuits you usually yeah. did with biscuits and gravy or things like that. I was like going to say, what is your condiment of choice on the biscuit? Oh, it's got to be gravy. Sausage gravy. gravy. Okay. Yeah. Yes. All day long sausage well gravy. Done. Well done. Yeah. Yeah, Mine's if I'm going to do biscuits, I, I, I need that sausage sausage gravy. Yeah. I mean, I mean, uh, you know, I enjoy the Pillsbury, but I do the Southern style where it's not flakes. I yeah. like the whole biscuit. Okay. And then my mom's old recipe, she did a, she, she used to cut up the thin sliced roast beef. Or okay. cor- sorry, corned beef yeah. that you could get in the little packets. Mm-hmm. And she would slice them up into little bits yeah. and then uh, throw them in with the gravy. Huh. Instead of sausage, you so, do that. So I'll take the corned beef like that. And then I also take another type of just like regular beef. And then I put that. That's what I put in my cheese ball. Nice. Yeah, okay. That's excellent. I feel like Kill that it. would give a nice salty. It like does. The corned beef salt would come through. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. Well, anyway, enough about food. <laughs> this is bourbon. How did we get on that? <laughs> it's not Fat Kid Friday. Um, I mean, I guess it so, could be Fat Kid Friday. And yes. we and we are talking about some fun stuff. And today we have two unique. And and I brought in some rye whiskey because Barbara, you know, she's always so nice, and she's got to tell some story about something and blah blah blah, so on and so forth. But I, but I brought in batch one, the OG, the original Oak Carter batch one rye. And then um, we we did a 
podcast not that long ago with Distillery 291 out of uh, Colorado, and he may have sent me a uh, bottle of Hazmat, 148.7 proof, seven-year-old rye whiskey. So we're going to try these, talk about them, see what we think, and kind of go from there. Sound fair enough? I like it. Sounds perfect. Great. All right. Good deal. Good deal. Oak Carter. Everybody dive in on this bad boy. This one is a batch one, like I said. It's a... There was 1,269 bottles of this. This is a distilled in Indiana product, so that'll give you an idea of probably who it is, who it is, and what they do. And uh, if I remember correctly, when I talked to them, this is a blend of uh, seven and eight year old rise. So, really, because yep. it to me it smells a lot older. I mean, I would almost say this could be a dusty rye, the way that it just kind of just off the nose. It's it got has that musky, musky to funk it. Mm-hmm. that has, that's on there for some reason. It just it hangs there. It's like you would get from a dusty. Yeah, no, I hundred percent agree with you. That's one of the reasons this is this is my last bottle of this, and it's 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 more than probably well, it's right at, right at halfway full. So I've got I've got enough left to kind of survive. Uh, the the next little bit but it's definitely one of my more favorite pours that they did and and that what i love about old carter is the fact that you know they both have fantastic palettes and uh if i remember correctly i think this was a uh, mark's blend um right out of the gate i think sherry did a bunch of the bourbons that they did out of the batch one and a couple of single barrels and and they always do like a combination but i think this was a uh, mark did a had a lot more to do with this one if i remember correctly and this is a barrel strength correct yeah so they only do uncut unfiltered barrel strength you know they don't do anything less than you know what's coming out of the cask did you mention what proof it was uh this one is 113 no sorry 112.2 so so what are we getting on this nose fellas ladies Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the main event. Barbara Brock, <laughs> sipping and sniffing. <laughs> what? What's so funny? Uh, I think she enjoyed it more than anything. She just, she's just too proud. Too proud. Ain't too proud to be. The spotlight's <laughs> all on you, Barbara. What else is new whenever I'm on the mic? If you give her the mic, then she can't be yelling at Nick. I'm just trying to save him. Yeah, thank you. Um, you know, just kind of. I'll let Nick go first, right? Go ahead, Nick. <laughs> so outside of that kind of musty flavor, uh, the smell that I'm I'm getting off of it is you get kind of like a seasoned wood, and then there's like this little bits of floral that come in, kind of right at the end. Yeah, yeah, and and it's a uh, like a sweet floral scent, like almost like, and we've talked about it, I think before on a couple other things, a little bit of like maybe honeysuckle or, um, it's also like a fresh dandelion. Thank you. That is exactly what I was sitting here thinking. Like, God, it's dandelion. Well, I was kind of figuring like, you know, you, you walk out into like, kind of like a rose garden or not rose garden, but like a flower garden. Yeah. And that's kind of like that Mm. sweet smell that you would get. I I think I'm like more like spring, fresh cut grass, like fresh cut. Yeah. That's exactly what I'm getting is that fresh cut grass when you're in the country where there's lots of different weeds and different things. And those dandelions are more of a wildflower. Yeah. Much more of a wildflower that you wouldn't normally smell. But yeah, agreed. no, agree completely with Scott. Dandelion, that was sitting here going, God, that's dandelion. And the legs on this thing is just... Absolutely beautiful. Yeah, it is beautiful. And I'll be honest with you, I mean, the color on this thing, it's not mm-hmm. super rich, but no. I, I'm, I'm guessing this has to be the 95.5. Yeah. Even though it really tastes almost sweeter than the typical 95.5s. That's what I was going to say, is that it does, mm. it, it does taste a little bit sweeter. But some of those floral notes are coming through. And Nick, 
honestly, I get a little mint on this, but I like it. I like it. I actually <laughs> like it. Like it. So I, I, so I got a little mint on it, and, and the, but, I did but, too. but it's not it's not an offensive mint. No. It's 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 very very it's very light, which I don't typically like mint. Did so, you but, just say on a recent podcast that you are not a fan of mint? I don't. I don't like mint typically. But like I said, this is one of my this is one of more of my favorite pours. Me and Nick have a very similar palate on a lot of things. Mm. I will say that. And we both are not big fans, but like, even though this is one, and, it, and like I said, every time I drink it, I, I and I, and the funny thing is, every time I drink it, I forget that there's mint there, but like, and then when <laughs> I go, and I go back to it, I'm like, damn, this is so good. Like, I really, but I think it's because the fruit really carries forward on this one. Mm-hmm. Like, it's got a lot of, a lot of heavy fruit notes and, right. And that, and those floral notes come through. Yeah, absolutely. Now, on the taste, absolutely, I get the mint. Uh, but once you get past that mint there at the beginning, at least for me, then it turns to that more of a baking spice spice, and then you'll get the kind of like tingle off, you know, the kind of mid to late palate, and you know, even back the throat right now, I'm getting just that little leftover tingle. Yeah, it's got a little bit of a hug to it, but I, I really do. This is one that I've, I've I've just enjoyed. Like I said, it's a really solid pour. So in a lot of ways, ironically enough, I'm a little bit different than Nick here. Um, I get more of the mint on the back palate than I do straight up. I get more of the floral first, and then that hug type in the back is where I'm getting that mint. So I I see where you're coming from. Okay. So like me, me, it's more mid to, uh, fr- mid to front. Like it's as you kind of swallow it, it's in that more of that mid palate. But I could see where you say it's where it's coming through on the finish, right in the back of your throat. I can see where you can say that. But to me, I think that's just more of those herbal notes that's coming through from some of that other stuff. But that's just, that's just my humble opinion. I put a drop of water in this. I'm going to see I what it does to too. open it up. Because I typically only drink this neat. So this will actually be an experiment mm-hmm. for me. For me, it, it almost drops off after the, the mid-palate. I get a lot of forward mint, a little bit of fruit, um, and, and that, that uh, wood, um, it's not cedar, but but some kind of... I just kind of call it seasoned wood. Seasoned yeah. wood, yeah. Right kind of right up front on my tongue, and then it just kind of naturally goes away. Yeah. No, I hear what you're coming from. The water really changes the nose on this. Absolutely. I get a lot more spice. Yeah, spice. A lot more of those baking spices, that cardamom, nutmeg, clove. Clove, very heavy. Yeah. A little bit of tobacco. Yeah. All right. Diving in. Getting pool number two with a little water. Yeah, the the flavor on it does the spice pops. I really enjoy that spice with the water. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I will will say uh, the mint fades away for me. Yes. Yeah. To where I don't really get much of the mint on that front palate anymore. I just get a nice rye pop. And then it kind of soothes down. Yeah, it just carries. You know, the finish though almost dies. The the, the back of the throat. Yeah, yeah back the yeah. very there. back one. Yes, but overall, I mean, it's still really agreed. Mm. The mint just. I think I still prefer this neat though. Water. You like your water? Yeah, yeah it takes say, away, say, it takes away enough water. of the mint that yeah. I'll, I'll say a single rock. Single rock. There yeah. you. I could I could see where that could, that's the case. I, I think I'm I think I'm still neat on this one. How though. big a rock? <laughs> How many carrots? <laughs> You can't afford it, buddy. <laughs> third, I know I can't. <laughs> Man, as I say, third rock from the sun. Oh my god! Wow, went straight with the with the old TV show. Isn't that Joe Diffie song too? Welcome to Earth, third rock from the sun. Yeah, that was their intro music to that. That uh, was it, really? Yeah, I thought that. I thought that was just a Joe Diffie song. Nope, that was it, their intro. Hmm. John Lithgow was John amazing Lithgow was amazing. He really was. Absolutely. Terrific actor, honestly. So, all right, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna finish this one off, and then we're gonna dive in to uh, hazmat. hazmat. 
and like I said, uh, I, I'm I'm excited to see what 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 Miss Barbara thinks about this hazmat. So we'll, we'll have to see. I love how everybody's cleansing the palate, going into the water, and then and then we're going to dive into that one. Have you already started? Have you started sniffing the new one yet? No, mm-hmm. you're still. No, on, I'm, I'm still just I'm really enjoying the rye on this one with Leo Carter. Leo Carter, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. I tell you, the more I sniff on it, though, it's a lot more tobaccos coming through with a little bit of that water. Yeah, agreed. So I don't know. All right, dive into the nose on the second one. I'm gonna I'm gonna polish off this, and you all tell me what you think about on the nose on this uh, Distillery 291. So seven year old, hundred and forty eight point seven proof. And this was a rye. Then this is a rye whiskey. Yep. It's barrel got- strength, single barrel, Colorado whiskey. Have you had? Uh, distillers on the program before that have said that they would send you a sample and then you never heard back from them and did because I, I I really appreciate that when that happens. Um, so I've never had anybody say, hey, Scott, I'm going to send you something and not send it. Yeah. No. I, I've had people that said they were going to send me something and it took them a really long time to send it. Mm. Like I even like had to sometimes remind them that they said they were sending me something. <laughs> um but no, I've never had anybody that said, hey, I'm going to send you X, Y, Z, and then didn't do it. Didn't do. Now, I will say, I did have one of the marketing directors one time said that they were going to send me a series of bottles, and I thought they were sending it from all, like, five distilleries, but they only sent them, like, three of the five, which I was like, Psh. I mean, don't don't kick a gift horse in the mouth, right? So, but it is what it is. All right, Barbara, you, you, you're nosing and saying, wow, so I'm, I'm, I'm anxious to hear what you're saying. Well, I, I'm going to I'm gonna go in and dive in on the nose. You, you tell me what you got, or, or do you, are you, like, wanting Mr. Guru himself to, to dive in first? I, I'm still trying to figure it out. Holy cow, though. Dude, a little bit of that, uh, like, pine or aspen. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's the aspen, I think, is what's coming through. I was, so I was going between the aspen and then also kind of what I'm getting as well that's kind of caring for me for some reason is almost like harvested hay like you know the hay dude like at, yeah at, at the Absolutely. end of a harvest that's a, that's a great analogy on that for sure is analogy right is that right am I using that right John? A, yes yes yeah. and it reminds me of the bourbon that that they brought with us that night yeah um, and I had forgotten about that Aspen, Aspen really brings wood. out different flavors that we're just not used to in this area yeah. Um, and I think it's so unique. It's almost like a subtle smoke to it, too. There's a little subtle smoke. I, I get a tiny bit of like a flower, and I'm trying to pinpoint what flower. I cannot place it at the moment, though. It really, whenever I was talking, I was almost going to say like a toasted hay. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, I think it's that aspen. But I just, for some reason, I keep getting to that, that harvest for some reason. This it's like a, bar, a barn loft yep. hay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just subtle. I don't know that I would get thistle off that, but then, then again, I I don't know that I can pinpoint exactly what thistle smells like. No, it's unique. Like for me, it's almost like uh, it'd be piney. I mean, there's some pine there for sure, but there's a floral note, like what what, what Barbara's talking about. Maybe dogwood. Um, you know, I could see that. I'm thinking almost like it's almost like a blossom, like a, some kind of like cherry blossom tree maybe, or something. Maybe dogwood, because dogwood's a little dogwood. bit more of that earthier yeah. smell than like. Cherry blossom. Yeah. What's funny is you said smoked, and it almost has like you have wood on a fire that's died down, and it's more of an embered. Almost burn. like yeah, wet, like yeah. wet smoke, like a yeah. wet yeah. smoke, embered yeah. burn. It, it's really, yeah. really nice. And after my third or fourth like uh, smell of it, I get this like back end sweetness. I don't know, just kind of like the sweetness that just kind of 
comes in right at the end. Well, and I think that's where the floral is coming in for me. I think that's where that sweet is. And I'll be honest with you, for the level of alcohol that's on this, the legs are actually, I mean, they're good, but they're not as heavy as I I would have expected. Yeah, it's it's coating, but not really creating legs. It's yeah, like it's, sticking it's not, there. Yeah, it's not like creamy, like on, on the glass. Has anyone tried it yet? No, nope. I'm no. still I'm still trying to decipher all the the notes on the nose. I it mean, is it's very so unique. complex. I mean, there's there's some there's some sweet notes too in there, like almost like a. And Barbara, I think, mentioned this on one of the last episodes. Like, it's almost like a toffee. Yeah. So, but it's just different, man. So I tasted it a little bit. Uh, does anyone just off of the nose get any kind of cinnamon? No. No. Interesting. There's some baking spice there, but it's not it's cinnamon. Not cinnamon. It's cinnamon. more like cardamom or. Um, maybe, and honestly, it's probably not even as much cardamom as maybe nutmeg or maybe a little bit of like ginger. Yeah, I'm thinking ginger more. I don't know. There's even some clove in there. Did Nick take a sample? He did. Yeah, he's trying to figure that out. Just, just first thing off the bat on the taste, red hot candy. I was that or allspice. Yes. Allspice. I bet that's what we're smelling, Scott. You you get it on the taste if you want to, if you take a pull of it. Uh, it's literally like cinnamon red hots or like that broken Christmas candy red hot, but a little bit more substance. Not uh, not like a a pumpkin spice or an apple pie spice, but that that harsher all, clove. All, yeah, the allspice. All spice. That's, that's, yeah. tends to be yep. a little bit spicier. That mm-hmm. that's not just like the, yep. the light baking spices. This is like like sharp. Baking spices. Yeah, for hit. sure. But this is not 148.7. I, I mean, no. it says it is, yeah. but geez. geez no, it does not drink anywhere near I would that. say maybe 120, 125. I wouldn't even say that. that. I would say like 115. That's what yeah. I was leaning. More towards, yeah. you know, 110, 110 115. 115. Yeah, exactly. Man, it's it's super smooth, man. I'm telling you what, it's it's all front palate, man, and then into the mid. And Agreed. Then, and then it's it's super smooth on the finish. I'm shocked at how smooth this thing is. Yeah, it, it, there's a lot of wood action going in there though, and it's not it's not oak. It's it's like I said, like aspen, pine. Um, it could be even maybe a touch of cedar in there, but there's and, and not like the way cedar smells. It's like what you imagine, like like charred cedar would be, almost like what we were talking about that charred, that smoky charred. You know what yeah. they do like a cedar plank salmon yeah. and they char yeah, there you go. It's yeah. the wood yes. that they use for yeah. that after it's been yep. lit a flame for a bit. Yep. Agreed. Absolutely, John. You're correct on Especially that. Especially on the mid palate. Yeah. Yes. Pretty spot on, honestly. Yeah. Man, this is this is really good. I, I really don't want to do this, but I'm gonna do it. Yeah, in a little water. Just a tiny. It's all science, man. It's all science. I know. But I really like that. I liked it straight. Really I hate good. to admit it, I burped a little bit, and then it, 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 <laughs> literally that spice just came back up the throat. Lit, lit up the nose hairs? No, it didn't go up the nose, but I was like going, I, I felt it up the throat, and then, you know, out the mouth, and I was like, oh, wow, hot. <laughs> they say that happens when you age. <laughs> I'm surprised the middle finger didn't pop up there. It's all right, birds will fly. <laughs> I've done enough damage just by setting foot in this house tonight, I feel like. <laughs> Shut up, Crash. <laughs> you dick. He's done. He's toast. Don't give me fuel for the fire, brother. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Water made it like gasoline, man, on the nose. Like I'm, I'm kind of scared. 
it came straight up, man. Like the it really lit into the alcohol, like straight like pine, cedar, do we know ethanol. How, do we know how long this was? It uh, says it's seven years. Seven it says year. yeah, it's their ten year anniversary. Seven year old single barrel Colorado whiskey, one forty eight point seven proof, which yeah. is interesting compared to the other ages of their other items. Yes. Right. And as he says, it's rugged, refined, and rebellious. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit. So you say all you get is the alcohol and the the heart. That first nose, like when I first put it up there, it was like flaming. Like it was like alcohol. It was pine. It was cedar. Like it was like all kinds of wood. All I got was dandelion out in the field, freshly cut. You're picking them and blowing the little. White yep. leaves. No, that's I get it all now, I but got. like the first, and it might have been just that I literally put it up there as I was kind of doing that, you know, the hard inhale type Maybe. thing, you know. But I was yeah. like, whoa, like fuming boy, it was coming off, like coming in hot. Yeah, I I took a little long long nose on that, and it's you could tell that nose hair started to hit if you breathed in too far. But I like it. I like I the, think I that like the water nose. really warms the gullet. With it, it just increases. For me, it, it increases. Did the, you already taste it with the I water? Did. It, okay, it I haven't that, even done that yet. For me, it has that heat level that 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 pops even more than without. Yeah, the rye really pops on that man mm-hmm. with that. I think it actually water. softens the nose. It the does nose soften. soften. Yeah, mm-hmm. so nose is softened, but the, the, the I feel like the is, I feel like the front palate is m- mellowed out, but it's all mid and finished now. Like it's weird. Like yep. the, the first mm-hmm. the first pulls were. A little bit more up front to your mid palate with a really really soft finish, and now man, like it's soft up front. Mid palate has got a really nice strong flavor, and then it kind of eases back to about I'm gonna say just slightly above the collarbone. Yeah, I'm getting the same. I'm getting really close to that. Barbara's looking at Uh-oh. us. All right, where are we at? Where are we at, Barbara? I'm the complete opposite. You think it's all up front? For me, it is all up front. Wow. And then it just like with the water, still with the water, with the water. See, everybody says you're. Uh, no offense, everybody says you're wrong. Well, I know that, but <laughs> so. I mean, I, even like a minute later, I'm still getting this little nice little tingle on the the, t- the mid late palate, and yeah. then just still kind of tasting it. It's hanging on the old punching bag. What is that thing called? Uvula. And I get mine right on the very tip of my tongue. Oh man, I still get a little on the tip, but it's nowhere near like it was on the first. for me. Just even nosing the empty glass now, it's like you're three stores down from Bath and Body Works. And you're at Christmas time, and you have that that spicy uh, fireplace scented candle aroma that, as you walk into the store, you pick up on immediately. And this, the the like the juniper uh, balsam. Yes. Okay. That is. No, I'm glad you said that because it. That's weird. It, it has it, almost it is, a gin like. It does. Now that you mention that, it, Barbara, there is om- yes. uh, It does almost have like a little bit of like gin flavor yes. to it. This is why you include women in bourbon. <laughs> well, I mean, with that, yeah, that juniper, the spice, it could even be the aspen that has that yeah. se- kind of segue yeah. that's given that gin-ish yeah. style. Uh, well, it's just so it. floral. I mean, and that's what gin is. I mean, yeah. gin is all these different, you know, floral highlights with that, that juniper. But It's that strong aromatic. It, it's lovely. delicious. I don't care yeah. what you say. Absol- I mean, it just does not drink how high it is. No, not at all. That didn't do that. That's why, that's why I tell people all the time, like, they're like, how do you drink that stuff? How do you drink that stuff? I'm like, man, a lot of it I drink, it just drinks nowhere near proof. Like it just has, and it hits on so many different complex areas. And yeah, plus, that one is absolutely knock out of the park. And like I always tell people too, you know, it's like 
you can take something that's up here and you can turn it into six different things because you can water it to 120, you can water it to 115, you can water it to 100, you can mm-hmm. water it to 80 or 90. So, and it stands up to a cocktail almost in every situation, you know, when you when you when you have something that's high proof, it gives you just so much more flexibility. I'm and that, that's really the Rocky a, Mountains now. That's a hats off to the distiller for being able to pull that out of something yeah. that is that proof that does not go back yeah that hot uh, agreed and it's Absolutely. about the angel share right like i mean yeah. and he talked about the fact that a lot of their stuff like climbed and proof you know in a short relatively short amount of time now granted some of them i think he said they were smaller barrels 10 15 gallon barrels well, and things i think like it's that. the smaller barrels and it's the altitude yeah well yeah it's 100 percent the altitude i mean that's, that's what it has a lot to do with like vegas has the same issue but that's mm-hmm. a heat issue but you know but but i think this is just strictly altitude like it's it's really really absorbing a lot of that and it's a water it's a dry it's dry you remember yeah. that you know in this area we have to deal with a lot of humidity especially mm. through the ohio valley no <laughs> we have humidity here <laughs> You mean to tell me like the heat like sticks to you, like sticks like everywhere, crevices, nooks, crannies, a little bit of, <laughs> little bit of the, you know, from under cheese gets going there, man. I sweat under my man boobs sometimes. Wow. Yeah. We didn't need to know that. Yes, you did. <laughs> There's a section of your listeners that that's all they want to hear. <laughs> did you hear about how sexy John had some man boobs and had a little sweaty sweat? Ladies love to squeeze them. <laughs> and that's bourbonbarreltalk at gmail.com. <laughs> Please do not report us to the FD, FTC. Uh, this is not porn. It is John. I'm sorry. And he caressed his whiskey glass. <laughs> with, the, with the subtlest of droppings. Wow. All right. So, all right. We're going to go in for what we call the final segment. We're going to... Uh, Give these bad boys where are we at? Neat, dry, wet, whatever. How do you like them? Everything else. What, do you, what, what what's going on, Nick? You give me the. I'm get, uh, I went back to the left the old Carter, and I went back to it, and I'm getting toasted marshmallows. I don't know why. Toasted marshmallows. Oh. Mine's dry, so maybe. Yeah, I'm mine's dry too, and I didn't get it, but boom. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Well, Let I, John try. I'm kind of picking up what you're putting down. Yeah. And it's really weird because I, I wouldn't have ever guessed that from a rye. See, I, I, I with my dry glass, I still like it's a lot more tobacco coming through, and then a little bit of uh, what I would call an undertone sweetness, which yeah. that might be where you're, where the marshmallow is coming through. Maybe. What you're talking about? See, and for me, my dry glass is just straight tobacco. I mean, I'm not getting anything but tobacco. Yep. So this may be a weird thing to say, but I get a strong perfume on that glass. Now the question, how much water did you put in? Just like one a drop or two or a bunch? For the old Carter, I put two drops of water in. Oh, that's not much. But I, it, I, it, it's I can very see different bit. from Nick's yeah, glass. Yeah, and it's different from mine. Yeah. No, I, I get what you put, put in. Pass the duchy from the front left side. <laughs> pass the duchy from... Oh, sorry. <laughs> At least everybody here knows where that came from. Oh, John doesn't. Oh, He's still too no. young. I'm, I'm trying to put it in my mind, and I'm. Oh, no. I knew. I knew. He was, I knew that he was going to be the one that had no idea what we were just talking I'm about. I'm clueless. You really don't know what that song is, really? From oh my god! All right, when, when the show's over, I'll play we'll it talk. for you. Was it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I, I'm going to go first in this situation because I, I, I've got a very strong opinion about this one, and I'm surprised I do that too. I do. But I it, I can't believe I'm gonna say this because I, I love this old Carter batch one. But this 291 is super unique. It's got a 
ton of flavor. Um, I'm going to take it first, the old Carter. I'm going to take both of them neat. However, there is a lot of complexity that comes with that 291 with just a, with just a drop or two of water. So I could see where that one with a rock would just be lights out. So, all right, who's next? All right, I'll go. Um, for me, uh, it will be the old Carter with with a rock. Okay. I like that. Uh, but over overall, the the uh, 291 uh, Hazmat. Okay. I uh, you know I could do either with or without, and I will say that that would rival probably one of my favorite rise. That is the complexity is that liar's bench. I think from a complexity standpoint, yeah. it would go up against it. Yeah, it would definitely it would definitely match up against that liar's bench on the on the complexity side for a rye. I think if you could get more of a sample, I think that would be a great podcast. The two. Agreed. Oh, yes. I, I've got more. Oh, I've got more, but I, I, I told other people I'd promised that I'd save them a little bit. He's but they're greedy. They're, I'm not greedy, but I mean, listen, <laughs> well, I've, they didn't I share give a lot of much. stuff. They didn't give me a whole lot to start with. Mike, Mike no. was super generous. I mean, this is, came out of his Absolutely. private stock, so yeah. I mean, for him to for him to be as generous enough to send us what he sent us was pretty nice. So, but uh, what about you, John? The old Carter with a rock sounds good. That's the best one you think. That right. is that is the. It's not the best one, but the aroma that I'm getting now, just even nosing the glass, is so, um, it's stupid that I can't think of it, but what is when they put like herbs and spices in kind of a, a basket? Potpourri. potpourri. It, it's, a, it's a potpourri. Um, yeah. Why are you fucking laughing? Just because I couldn't think I of a word? Because I can't help myself. <laughs> I didn't say potpourri, not for the bathroom, but the potpourri. It, it is the potpourri. It is, it is a... It's very fall esque, and now that we're you know week of Thanksgiving, oh, so yeah. I, I feel like that the old Carter with a little bit of water in it or an ice cube has got that lovely fall esque warmth to it. I'm sorry, I'm I've not had bourbon in a little bit. That's all good. No, um, you got to get closer to the mic. That's but all. But the the um, <laughs> that's all. <laughs> thank <laughs> you, <laughs> thank you for simplifying <laughs> my <laughs> stupidity. <laughs> that's all, folks. Um, <laughs> the hazmat though is is wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. I mean, they're both excellent. The Don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm not. I'm not poo-pooing either one of them. They're both excellent. But hey, I'm. I'm still like I said. That hazmat. It's just. It is all over the place. It's just got so many complex notes that go with that thing, man. I have to 100% agree. That hazmat is just absolutely knock it out of the park every time. Definitely no water. No water. I'm glad Barbara's with me. All right. Agreed. Okay. And then old Carter is. And I loved it neat. Please do not get me wrong. But something about adding that drop or so yep. just really opened it up for me. Yep. It did. It did. It did. It definitely added to the sweetness. It gave you a few more little highlights and hints. But I, I just, yeah. I'm still neat on that one. I'm neat on both, you know. But I, I'm the odd man here. So it's okay. Yeah. I'll take it. I'll, t- I'll, I'll, I'll take being the odd man today. So no. for the hazmat, did, did they say last time or that you know of if they are planning to do another release of that in the future? I mean, hazmat happens accidentally you never know when that's going to occur okay i mean you're because when you're putting it in it you're you can't enter it into the barrel at higher than 125 proof right so it's strictly up to the elements like it's all weather i mean you don't know what the angel share is going to be and how high that altitude is going to go on that on that alcohol level so we may never see it again we may see it next year we may see Mm -hmm. it five years from now it's like gts right like gts Mm -hmm. has been everywhere from like 144.6 all the way to 119 Mm -hmm. Like you just never know what's going to hit, you know, and, and where they're going to fall in in that in that range, you know. I'm I'm hoping that we'll see another hazmat soon. I think this year's was 138 and some change, pretty daggone close. But mm-hmm. 
but we'll, we'll, we'll see. You just never know. It does make it more of a special novelty. No, 100%. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, that, but th- that's one of the reasons I love hazmat and because they're just so rare. I mean, it's just mm-hmm. rare to find a bourbon over 140 or a rye whiskey for that matter. Ryes are really, really hard. It's, yeah. I've, I've only seen probably two ryes ever over 140 proof. So, well, I'll tell you what, 291 definitely has it. They killed that they one. They figured yep. it out. For sure. Well done. All right. So if you all want to find Bourbon Barrel Talk, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and the Twitter. You can also email us at bourbonbarreltalk at gmail.com. If you have any questions, you can also hit us up on Messenger. Um, if you want to find us, we're on iTunes. Spotify is my personal favorite podcast um, network. Um, don't forget to hit the subscribe button. This is Scott, Nick, Barbara, and John signing off. Peace out. Peace out. Take care.